Deep within a bleak and dismal era, hidden within the murky internet, lies the headquarters of the most sinister peaks of all time, a legion on Zoom. And welcome to the Hobby Shop episode one, guys. Yay! Finally! Editor's note. This episode takes place before the events of the secret crisis wars of Infinite Rebirth. Before being known as the Legion on Zoom, they were known as the Hobby Shop. For more information, check out the Legion on Zoom Origins episode. And here we are. Yeah. For um, everybody who, the, all of the five people that are probably ever going to listen to this shit, um, I'm Chez. Anybody else? Rod. <laughs> And full disclosure, Eileen DC Comics, although I grew up with Marvel, I just want to make that clear because I think... That's a valid disclaimer, yeah. I mean, you have like a Batman exclusive background and shit. Some of my views, yeah, some of my views may... Maybe biased. You know, not, not, not be, uh, I don't know, accepted by, by the large like Marvel fan base. That's a good point. And I'm Miguel. Hi, everybody. And that's a, in, in terms of allegiances, I have to say I'm Marvel. But, you know, because I grew up with Marvel. That's, the, that's like my main thing. That's like my religion right there. But then, but I've gotten into DC, obviously, quite more over the years. I've noticed that. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the DC movies, but the DC books are, are solid. All right, fair enough. And I didn't state my allegiance, but it is definitely DC. Um, I've dabbled in some Marvel, kind of dig it, nothing too crazy, but hopefully over time, you know, people grow, let's see what happens. <laughs> and for everybody who's listening, that was the introductions, and this is the Hobby Shop. We'll come up with an intro at some point later on, everybody. So, um, first things first, fucking Snyder Cut. That's the biggest news so far, I mean, of 2020, I think. We've got nothing but bad news this year. Kobe, yeah, word. Uh, North Korea, Corona, and now Kobe, COVID. That rhyme. Just to you know, balance out the universe, we have the Snyder Cut finally. I don't know about that. I think that just points off like the 2020 just getting worse. <laughs> like we get, you know, <laughs> Jesus, the Christ. pandemic, horrible things going on. You know, race crimes getting just worse oh, and worse. And now we're getting the Snyder Cut on top of that. This oh. is the remedy that society needs. Hold on, wait. So let me get this straight. So on top of the pandemic, the crazy political polarization that's going on, all the racial tension. Miguel, what you're saying is that the Snyder Cut is making everything exponentially worse. No, and it will make it worse. Have you noticed how much crime has gone up after the news came out about the Snyder Cut? You think that there's a direct correlation between an uptick in crime (laughs) and the news about the Snyder Cut? Dare I say not just correlation. I think it might be causation. I think there's something more direct going on there. I'm just, I don't know. Rod, think about it. What are your thoughts on this? All right. So, all right. So for the fans, we got a version of Justice League that was a gross departure from Zack Snyder's original vision, right? And many of fans, there have been billboards in Times Square with fans 
clamoring for the release of the Snyder. Wait, 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 wait. Was that was that even Jason Momoa? Was that fans? Was that actually fans that paid for that? I feel that was just Snyder. I think Snyder just paid for those billboards. You think Snyder paid for the billboards to get his own Snyder cut and then didn't fight it? It was money well spent. <laughs> That's some crazy like sleuth or shit. Like fund the campaign, but then don't say anything publicly. You never know. You gotta respect that. You gotta respect that. On That's the true. That's true. Before all this, we were having a conversation and Rod said some crazy shit. So Rod, um, he, he went on an endeavor, he can confirm himself, to watch the entire X-Men universe. The whole XU movies, every single one, except X3. And he happened to mention that X3 is actually better than Justice League. I think that's bullshit. I think personally that just league is way better than x3 infinitely better but i want to hear you guys thoughts and i want to hear rod's rationale on that because that's insane all right first i want to hear miguel's thoughts on justice league versus x3 damn that's actually a really really good question like you're putting you know shit against shit so what's the least shit (laughs) yeah that's rough i actually hadn't thought about that but i don't know i actually i actually going against my marvel Allegiance says, and siding with Chess, I do have to say, yeah, Justice League was better. Holy shit! Than than X three. That is a big moment. <laughs> I guess for me, it's more of an issue of departure from the original vision. I mean, right? I feel like X three, although it was not in line with one and two, it still kind of had the same like flavor, almost. Even though Brett Ratner kind of did his own things there, but. Justice League versus BVS Ultimate Edition is a completely dramatic shift in tone. It was like a cut and pasted endeavor. I didn't like it. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. I mean, to be honest, like, I think X3 was only the same, like, aesthetically. It was a completely different movie than the first two. They only kept the same tone, but switched everything out. And can we just, as I usually like to say, a moment of silence for those innocent workers that got punched by Colossus <laughs> in full metal form. Those gentlemen died. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go back and rewatch that part of the movie. I'm glad I, I'm finally getting to say this in a public forum. <laughs> those people were killed by Colossus. Or at least seriously, seriously crippled. They, they can't walk. If they're not dead, they're close. They would rather be dead, I'm sure. Because yeah. they're like living in a vegetable. As a Brain vegetable. damage, all that. Fair enough. Actually, but but, 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 let me, but the thing is, like, no, but you brought up a good point. But I think it's a, that's a separate question. Because in your calculation of, like, what's, what, how X3 is better than Justice League, you're taking into account, though, the, the history, right? The movie. So you're saying, oh, but taking into mm-hmm. account X1, X2, X3, and, you know, I'm assuming Man of Steel, BBS, and Justice League, with the, all that combination, X3, you know, is better because it, it's more um, faithful to like at somewhat to the theme that with that i would agree i would say actually based on that i do think x3 would be better than justice league because of that because all of man of steel bbs that's just shit that's horrible those are horrible I mean, movies that's a little hard to just call a- man of steel a shit <laughs> movie come on man <laughs> all, right, all right all right i went to rough man of steel's not that bad man of steel's not that bad right thank, yes thank right you. i appreciate that right. but you're right but well i don't know but then but actually but then justice league is just as crap as bbs you know it's just like i don't know nah no way it's better it's actually better than bbs what justice league 
Mm-hmm. You're insane, dude. Mm-mm. I don't think we can be friends Bruce anymore. Wayne, <laughs> yo, Bruce Wayne poured a quadruple scotch after mm-hmm. fighting Superman in in Justice League. That movie is not better than BVS. BVS at least had Batman being like Batman, you know, like he moved the fighting scene, but like he was cracking jokes, he was getting lit. Right, no, I agree, I agree. Uh, the, the, the Batman Batman was terrible in Justice League, worse than, than in BVS. And BVS had one of the best Batman fight scenes that we've ever seen. Like, that, hands down, best fight scenes. But It was almost out on. of the comic, almost this close. Almost, Ag- oh. agreed, agreed. But he did have that whole Martha scene. And like, are you kidding me? And like to the be- montage at the beginning with him floating out of the bat, out of the cave by bats as a child. Was epic. Horrible. If I'm not mistaken, they also used that in the Nolan verse. You remember when he was knocked out that he was kind of like, wasn't he like elevated by bats or some shit like that in the dream? No, no it was his dad. It was like his dad pulled him out. No, yeah, yeah. But um, at first it looked like he was getting lifted by bats and then it shifted and it was his dad, right? Or some shit like that. Oh, no. I remember yeah, no, was... no, no, you're right. You, but because he did it artistically well. Like, yeah, he exactly. had you think and then it's like, oh, no, that's stupid. It's my dad pulling me out. Oh, but no, but with, this one was literal. But Snyder yeah. was like, no, it's actually happening. But, like, in a dream thing, whatever. Like, yeah, it's just dumb. All right. So, so Justice League was so bad that some of us think that it may have been by design. In other words, a hit job. Chess, elaborate on this. Because the more I, I, the more I watch, like, you know, the, uh, the way Justice League just failed, the more I feel like there was some like devious hand in the background. I honestly just want to thank you for bringing that up, uh, <laughs> for opening that whole Pandora's box. Like, put it like this, like, it just makes no sense. If you connect all the dots, it'll tell you who Pepe Sylvia is. For all that's always sunny in Philadelphia fans out there. Um, like, like, think about it. So the dude, talking about Snyder, he had a family tragedy, um, tragedy, which is understandable. Then he had to depart. Why would, like, and it makes no sense because I also think that the executives at the WB had some incentive to make this movie tank because why would you bring in a director who's been almost exclusively doing the MCU movies to direct the movie for their biggest competitor. Even from a business standpoint, that doesn't make any sense. Well, exactly. So you're thinking, but there's an incentive to make the movie tank? Elaborate. What was the incentive to lose money Dude, on this film? We don't know how those crazy contracts work. Shit could be bugged out, man. There could be deals cut. You know what I mean? There could be fucking like underwriters on contracts, all that crazy shit. But like, okay, I'll put it like this. How did those people see that fucking movie and got up and clapped? Because allegedly, what I remember in the articles, I don't remember if people read this shit, but it got a standing ovation in the pre-screening. Just yeah, I remember reading that. Yeah, see? That's yeah. insane. That movie was trash. That shit was a Whedon hit job. <laughs> Even Snyder never saw it, allegedly. Even Snyder never saw it. Now, of course, he wouldn't want to watch that train wreck. Or do you think he saw it, Was saw how fucking bad it was, and then you started telling people, nah, nah, I didn't see it. Nah, it's like watching a video (laughs) of your, like, girlfriend fucking her ex or some shit. It must be terrible. Damn. (laughs) Fuck. It must be terrible to see somebody 
take a huge shit on your vision of the DC universe. It was like a video watching your girl like bone her ex like in her sober mind straight and up. Behi- and behind your back too because all of the, I'm sure they're telling him like, nah, baby, it's all good. I'm just going to hang out. It's going to be great. You know, we're just going to finish what you what we started, but it's all good. Don't worry, baby. And then boom. That's exactly. what he sees. Dang. All right. Might have been a hit job. You see, thank you, thank you for the like. I'm willing to theorize that if you look at the financial like fucking charts, there was a bigger like a bigger profit, like on all the MCU movies that came after Justice League because of how bad it was. That shit actually made like fans went away from the DCEU. But so so then, but then who was the mastermind in this? Like, do you think so? Was it the DC hire Whedon to fuck it up or a hit job or? Or did Whedon try actually to do the best he could and then somebody sabotaged him and at the end, like, switched it all up and forced him to, no, no, make it trashier, make Bruce Wayne drink more? <laughs> like, to be honest, that's the part I don't want to speculate on because I don't want, like, a red dot to just appear and just, <laughs> like, nah, like, I'm good. There's certain things you just don't speak on, man. I don't want to delve too deep into that shit. But it was, like, it's so crazy that, like, okay, supposedly... He just did some reshoots, but Snyder saying, yo, that was like 25% of my movie, which mind you, he allegedly, ne- oh, no, no. I think he said that he was told by a close source that they only used about 25% of his shit. That's insane. No. Yeah, it was upwards of like maybe 25, 30% of his stuff in the movie. Of Snyder's. Yeah, that, that made it into the movie. That's why we're getting about a $30 million investment and like 60% of reshoots and like a bunch of digital stuff. That's Rod. He's done this research. That, that, that makes me wonder, like, has he seen it or not? Word. Like, how, how would he know that it's only been a quarter that was used? I'm pretty, mm-hmm. sure, I'm pretty sure he saw it recently. I mean, think about it. To start filming, he's had, had to see it as a point of reference, right? Or maybe, like, because I know he had a viewing in his home with, like, Warner Brothers executives and Jim Lee was there. And he showed it to them in his own little movie theater. His version or his version? His version. This is recent, right? We're going to got, like, what led it to getting greenlit. Damn, see, that's crazy. What's the show? Was it the same executives? I mean, I'm not sure who, but, you know, maybe it was them. They're like, holy shit, this is a whole new movie. Like, you know... The theatrical release of Justice League only had this much of it, whatever, like. But yeah, point being, we're getting at, at least four more hours of Zack Snyder's Justice League, and I could not be happier. I hope they make it into a docuseries, to be perfectly honest. That'd be freaking awesome, yo. That's actually a good idea. I'd, I'd be down to see the docuseries. And I'm, I'm excited to see the Snyder Cut just just to enjoy how terrible it's going to be and then talk about like how the hype and all this stuff about the snyder cut, wait, wait, snyder cut and be like look it was shit guys it was That's, shit right. like what's worse all right let me ask you that, that escalated you, very quickly you're a fan of hbo programming i know you like westworld game of thrones there's probably others that i don't know about what makes you 100 that this will be any different oh watchmen Watchmen. That shit was amazing. What makes you think that HBO would green light something that's gonna suck? On a new platform and invest $30 million. Boom. Damn. Take that. <laughs> that's a damn. <laughs> Unless that shit was so good that they had a circle jerk in his private theater. <laughs> that's not like damn. So we're gonna admit that we were wrong, fund it again, 
You know what I mean? Like for a company to admit that they were wrong, I think it's a different set of executives that are trying yeah, to- Yeah, probably. Now, oh. okay, now that's like, first of all, Rod, just to show, obviously I'm not like just completely <laughs> like stuck in my ways. That's a good point. Cause I hadn't factored that in. You're right. Cause at this time I've always, I've just been comparing thinking about Snyder and then like the DC, you know, movie producers and all that stuff. But like, you're right. HBO, I trust HBO. That's a good point. But, but then the real question is, especially if they're putting in $30 million into this movie, are we actually getting the Snyder cut or we're just going to get a new movie? Like we're actually going to get like, yeah, if you throw $30 million into any movie, you can definitely make it better. So I think it's, there's going to be three films out there. There's going to be the original Snyder Cut, which was so bad that they begged Whedon to please try to make it better. And we got the somewhat better version, which was still shit. <laughs> and so now we're going to get the, Snyder, the new Snyder Cut second version by HBO. And so hopefully he'll listen to HBO uh, executives and then they'll make it not trash. Hopefully. So basically what you're saying like, is like, it can only possibly get worse <laughs> <laughs> no it can possibly get better it can only get better for sure Fair well i don't know who knows actually it could go worse i do think i do think that snyder's original vision is going to be is worse than what whedon did i do think that but now with hbo involved i do think it can get better because obviously i do love all the characters like obviously and i do think the actors yeah. were great for for the uh, for 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 them like you know Jason Momoa's Aquaman like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman they're they're fantastic, but 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 with HBO hopefully with those thirty million dollars can make it watchable. Dude, and who knows? It could be so ambitious that remember Greenlander was supposed to be in Justice League, HBO Max is also supposed to get an Oa show, so it could be like an Arrowverse but Ooh. on steroids. Yeah, because they could imagine the show. Because like you could watch like the the Watchmen show as like two movies. How many episodes was that? It was a few. It was like I think almost double digits or like, but it was ten or less. No, the Watchmen show. Yeah, it was like ten, ten episodes or something like that. Okay. Yeah, so maybe they might take a similar approach with this Justice League and make it like a really cool mini series. Oh man, that'd be wavy. That'd be insane. I can't wait. Damn. There's. There's something that I wanted to bring up, and it's like a little, like, I don't know if it's like a good thing or a bad thing. In my opinion, it's actually a bad thing. I don't think that David Ayer should be writing the coattails of, of this whole release of Snyder Cut bullshit. His cut should stay buried. We should not see. There should not be a get the Ayer cut released. Fuck all that. No. Even though I am one of the few people... I did like Jared Little Joker. I was a fan. I don't care what anybody says. That's probably the worst part of Suicide Squad. <laughs> I think that you were the worst part of Suicide Squad. <laughs> I think he shot like a lot more Heath Ledger Joker scenes that were cut. So if there is, in fact, an Ayer cut, I'd be open to see Wait, it. wait, wait. Did what? you say that there were Heath Ledger cut scenes from David Ayer's Suicide Squad? <laughs> I'm sorry. Jared Leto... Yo, I want to uh, see that. Yeah, I want to see the Heath Ledger joke. I want to see Heath Ledger. I want to see Damn. Like, is it, I'm wondering, is it the dead body? Like a, like a Weekend at Bernie's kind of thing where they're moving him around? Or is this like a, like a Tupac at Coachella, which is like, I was just like, like 3D, <laughs> like hologram. Either way, I'm Bro, on, can, I want you can, this. You can create Heath Ledger for $20 million. HBO, <laughs> make a, put a digital Heath Ledger Joker in Suicide Squad. I'm sold. Yeah, that, that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. But legit, I was the fan. I think he definitely should have gotten way more screen time. But I don't think that this should be a 
open the air cut movement or you know like release the air cut i don't believe that that should just stay absolutely buried that movie sucked ass i think we can all agree on that i think this is actually something we can all yeah. all right good yeah uh, fair enough look, look at that. that that's crazy that's how bad that movie was <laughs> it wasn't even up for discussion like yeah fuck that and i watched it three times and i desperately wanted to enjoy it but you couldn't it has its moments no like i, I will say that uh, the one good thing about the movie they think harley quinn like shit like Mar margot robbie is like damn like that's she is harley quinn that's fantastic i, I loved it yeah she smacked that out of the park i'm just anti dc's entire like put like trying to make harley quinn like what spider-man is to marvel what her for dc i'm not down for what? that they could have picked a better character what do you mean spider-man i'm totally down like, like you know how spider-man is like the mascot for marvel yeah they have you know like their own trinity but you know you have spider-man as the mascot for marvel i feel like warner brothers was low-key trying to put just her in front of like the holy trinity of dc you know what i mean they were trying to push harley quinn more than batman superman and wonder woman it seems like at one time all right i think Rod, can you elaborate on what Chess saying? I'm for it. I think the Harley Quinn series on DC Universe is the best show out right now. So if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor and go watch it. Um, Birds of Prey wasn't the best movie. It was better than Suicide Squad. Agreed. Um, but I think, again, Margot Robbie did fantastic. So uh, um, Batman versus Harley Quinn, done in that Bruce Timm style that was released, like I think it was last year or something. Right. That was great. So I like it. Harley Quinn's a great character. She's marketable. She's hot. She's nuts. Like, what else do you need? Yeah, like, like, I don't. I don't think she's she's like put, getting pushed like to be like the Spider Man. No, I'm thinking she's getting pushed to be like Deadpool, like the like the Deadpool for yeah. DC. Which which I I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair. I mean, but I thought that was the Joker. We you know with like breaking the fourth wall and all that. I just think that like, and this is when I guess like a little holier than thou i'm gonna call myself on it there's better examples there's like other female characters that they could use just like to be like i guess a better example for young women you know what i mean <laughs> I a maniacal murdering you know like obsessed over one guy who's you know, like who's clearly not good for her type shit you know what i mean like so you're really saying because you're really worried about the impression she's having exactly, on young actually. women's minds believe it or not that's actually why i'm anti harley quinn getting pushed so far ahead they could have picked like a black canary which brings me to a point i want to bring up but yeah they could have picked like a black canary they could have picked the zatanna you know who's dressed with i feel like i feel like the market decides that i think a lot of people like harley quinn yeah like if she sells and dc sees a market for it they're just gonna push her because i think if you try to market like black canary i mean they put her out there she's in birds of prey she's in the arrowverse He's been in the cartoons. Right. I mean, all her, like, I think all the live action incarnations of Black Canary have been trash. Yeah, did you see Birds of Prey? No, but I'm assuming it was trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to claim yeah. ignorance and just assume it was trash. It's an important iteration. It's the first live action right. film iteration. You got to see that. Nah, the first, <laughs> the first live action iteration of Black Canary was in the Arrowverse, wasn't it? No, probably, probably like Smallville. Yeah. It was a Black Canary in Smallville? I'm willing to bet there was. I don't know. I think so. I think they were ambitious. I got to rewatch Smallville, actually. That shit was pretty great. Yeah, I just Googled it. I just Googled that there was a Diana Lance in Smallville. There was? Damn, why can't I remember? I cannot remember her at all. Black, yeah. Black all right. Also, unpopular opinion. I'm on some, like, slight obscure <laughs> shit. I think that Green Arrow is better than Stephen Amell. 
Oh, <laughs> low key. Smallville. Damn. I, the Smallville Green Arrow was lit. People don't remember. He had the voice changer, the wavy glasses, the tiny hood. All right, and that's it. The podcast is done. We've lost all potential <laughs> listeners. Like it's Yo, let's let's never forget that the like one of the first actual like iterations of the Justice League was on Smallville. Word. Right. That shit was lit. R.I.P. Cyborg. That actor passed away, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And the actor that played uh, Green Arrow on Smallville played Aquaman in a like a one-shot pilot that I never saw. I think I saw part of oh. that shit. I remember seeing like him dressed in orange at one point. Or, or, I don't remember if not um, if it was an image. And then the guy that played Aquaman in Smallville went on to play um, Hawk. On, oh yeah, uh, word. Yeah, you're Titans. right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I saw him on Blue Mountain State. It was a funny ass show. I think they got canceled, but I actually got to check out um Titans because of Hawk and Dove. Those characters need more exposure. That was pretty awesome. Now that Titans is a whole other thing we can talk about for a whole another hour. Like Titans is is I think Titan was well because DC has been good with TVs for sure, like much better than their movie universe. The TV universe, you know, Arrowverse be as cheesy as it must yeah. That is be, so be, weird. That is so. But weird. it's good. But it's good. You know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. You're getting like campy style comic book shows. It's fine. But Titans were the first attempt at making it more gritty, more serious. Season one, fantastic. Season two, nope. Not good. Damn, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, I got to agree. And I feel like the DC Universe app is going to be absorbed by HBO Max or something. Like all, a lot of those shows are going to start uh, airing there. Because the universe I, doesn't have enough content to, like, I don't know, to just stand on its own. They need more they shows. Have to, they have to get their shit together. Because look at Swamp Thing. We all saw it. We enjoyed it. Got canceled. Yeah. A bunch of shit, like, is like they have to get their shit together. And that's a good point about with HBO Max. That's weird. Because also, actually, I, I have HBO Max. I was just able to, to start checking it out. And on, the, on, the, on their DC section, they have a, a few uh, CW shows. And they have, like, Doom Patrol. And they have all the, the pre-Nolan Batman movies there ready. And so it's like, what's going to be left on the DC Universe app other than yeah. comic books? We're right. facing an oversaturation of streaming platforms. Because even HBO has to get their shit together. we got HBO Now, HBO Go, and HBO Max. <laughs> and I've seen that explanations, and they make no sense. I want more, though. I think we need more. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough. You, you, you want HBO then, HBO now, HBO was, <laughs> HBO is. <laughs> HBO is. Yes, that's the one I want. Is this a recording of you that you don't know where it's coming from? Of you watching HBO. <laughs> HBO you. I, I, so just um a quick question I want to ask you guys. I've been out of the comic game for a little bit as far as like actual reading. I've been into it as like OD in the other mediums, you know, gaming, watching shit. What are you guys reading right now? Rod, what are you? All right, so in terms of recent comics, um, the Batman, the Tom King Batman, as it comes out, as Miguel will agree, it's a really good entertaining uh, run on Batman with great art. I forget the artist's name, but that's always good. I think Batman books are generally always good. Like DC, they keep the quality control really high for that character, thankfully. I mean, Um, he's a moneymaker. Yeah, so, you know, and I, I revisited uh, Earth 2 from the launch of the New 52, you know, which is like a lukewarm reboot of an entire universe. 
Yeah. But after watching Apocalypse War and how well that was done, that I, I, I just got into this whole like reboot mode. So, you know, I wanted to read Earth 2 uh, just to keep, keep on that, that, that trend of like Elseworlds, the multiverse. I love that shit about DC. Oh. But yeah, that's me. Nice. Nice, Amigo. My, the main books I think that I'm reading, are the, that are the current books that are popping up now that I highly, highly recommend are the new X-Men books. All the new X-Universe books that, are, that uh, Hickman has just taken over and changed the whole status quo that started with the summer with the whole House of, House of X and Powers of Ten storylines and now the Dawn of X books. Awesome, awesome, awesome. They're, they're all great books. Those are the new books that I'm reading. And then just revisiting things in the past. Yeah, like obviously Batman too, for sure. Batman, like Broad said, just anything Batman right now is great. Uh, but I've been right now, been reading now uh, the image comic book by Rick Remender, The Black Black Science. Yeah. That's a really cool book. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an action sci-fi suspense like movie, I feel like that, that I'm just like reading. And it's just action packed, all crazy sci-fi. And it's like, there's no, at least I'm on volume two right now. And there's no, uh, like, it doesn't slow down one bit. It's just action the whole time. So it's, it's, that's, it's been fun. You know, a book I regret, like, not sticking to? Saga. I haven't read that in a while. Are you still up to date on that one? Uh, no, because I'm, I'm behind one volume on Saga, but actually they've been on hiatus for a while. Mm-hmm. And so, so I don't know where you left off, but you might not be too far off, actually. Because, like, the last volume that I had came out, like, I don't know, I want to say half a year ago, almost a year ago. Mm. I thought about reading Saga, but I never pulled the trigger on that. You know what else I'm oh, reading? do it. Um, that I have, like, all the volumes off of um, the Comixology app. That shit, what is it? Incredible, I think, or some shit like that? Invincible. It's, like, highly... Re- yeah, Invincible, I think. I have, like, all the volumes there. I just haven't jumped um, in. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, like, volumes like, one and two of that one. And I also wanted to read Saga because I heard that shit was crazy. I'll check if I have it available on um, Comixology Unlimited. I finally have to get back to reading for weekly like yeah invincible is uh from robert kirkman of the walking dead fame remember that shit was everything it was like game of thrones and the walking dead yo do you guys think that that guy's gonna come up with another ballpark hitter he's good for life off of that walking dead yo he's caking it right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah yo he's good he's good he's gonna come up i'm sure with a new awesome and i think he has a new book that came out not that long ago i don't know i think it got good reviews but but yeah, but he's good. Like he's done. Like he's got that money now. Damn, that's crazy, man. Like now, nah, but will he ever match? I don't think so, because that shit became a phenomenon, you know. Like like even we had like a few watch parties and shit. For sure. Mm-hmm. I fell off on season four. I feel like like if I was in that world, like that's when I died. <laughs> like that's when like like I don't know anything that happened like after that. That's a cool way to look at it. <laughs> yeah, you're you're. Basically, you're a zombie after season four. You're just a walking dead there. Yeah, yeah. I'm out there in the world. Just walker. Yeah. Living my best zombie life. <laughs> just looking for the Snyder cut. Like the, mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I've never understood. Um, This one thing, like, I know people like to talk about how, like, a bunch of shit on that show doesn't make any sense. What I don't get is how come, how come all the walkers stop, like, deteriorating after a while? Like, those herds, how do they stay herds? They're in the south and they're in the sun. <laughs> What if their tendons just like melt and shit? Like the cartilage, like just I, fall apart. But I feel like The Walking Dead did a good job at, at showing us degrees of zombification. Like you see a fresh zombie, like they just got bit, like, and then you see a zombie that just fall apart. Like I, I think they no, gave no. us 
they gave us a little bit of both. But yeah, you're absolutely right. But what I'm saying is like, how are they able to retain like the walking stability, no matter their condition? You get what I mean? Like they're perfectly balanced. That never got addressed. What about the Zack Snyder done on the dead sprint zombies? No, 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 no. They sprint. Yo, bro, that movie did not continue because that caliber of like athleticism and zombies was not sustainable. <laughs> that world ended. <laughs> I think you're gonna find out. I got, actually, not, I haven't, I haven't seen that movie. I haven't seen that movie. So you were saying this is this is oh. a, a, a possibly the only good Snyder film that's out there. <laughs> I, I got, I gotta check it's it out. It's my no, favorite I, zombie movie. I've seen yeah, yeah, Return dude, of the Living Dead. Yeah. The, even when, it's the best zombie movie in my opinion that shit is wild dude. yeah it's the best one and not not just that but i think he's gonna have a sequel on netflix called army of the dead and i'm hoping he directs at least the first episode uh just yeah, so we get more snyder in 2021 yeah. i don't know if you've ever seen dawn of the dead but like dude the zombies in that movie they're the only movie where i've seen zombies run at full gallop and this was pre-48 yeah. days later i'm talking like when they became zombies they became like Olympic track. <laughs> Imagine Usain Bolt with like not getting tired. And like, and they wouldn't run before, like exactly, like regular human person. They're like, oh, no, I can't now, run my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be regular people. <laughs> Once they get zombified, they're just ravaging like, like it was insane. It's one of the best zombie movies of all time. And like I said, that earth ended. I'm actually considering a, a Snyder like universe rewatch. So I want to start with uh, Dawn of the Dead. Watch 300, watch a sucker punch which I never saw, which got yeah, like, saw warm reviews, so I avoided it because I'm I wasn't a believer at the time. And <laughs> of Watchmen, uh, what else? Um, then Man of Steel, which I, I, I that I just saw, so I don't have to watch that again. But look, so many good films. Like at, at the very least, what he did with Watchmen and 300 is comic properties. I think he did those things justice. Oh my no, God! No, intended. that's not. Let's not. Come on, come on. We've been talking about this for an hour. Wait, no, we Watchmen was good. <laughs> we can't end on a bad note. Come on, guys. I'll, all right, I'll all right, say, right, no, right. Wait, I'll say like I'll agree. 300. I loved it. I loved it. 300 was fun, and it was comic book like gore, like beauty, like I don't know. It was just like insane. Like I'm just reading a comic book uh, come to life. But Watchmen, ah, oh, that was, it's an insult to what he did to the book. Like, Damn. it's just, it's, it's horrible. Damn. <laughs> that's, that's when it started for me. Because with 300, I was like, all right, cool. All right, I kind of like your style. I mean, you know, don't love it, but it's fine. Like, oh, you're doing Watchmen? Sure, let's check it out. And then I see this and I'm like, what the fuck was this? So what you're saying is, per your reasoning, every time a Snyder movie drops, the world becomes worse. <laughs> you, you, you know, yeah, I think so. Exactly. Like, I, that's the since that's since three hundred probably came out. You got to see how the world's gotten worse ever, ever since. The crazy part is that if, if, if you would like input stats into Excel with the correlations of the movie releases, <laughs> it would develop a chart. <laughs> Society improved. The only weak point of Watchmen, in my opinion, was the Silk Spectre. That was a really underwhelming yeah, performance. Wild. But everybody else, uh, the comedian, that gorgeous Adrian Veidt, uh, Rorschach was awesome. He was like, he invoked, you know, the the ultimate anti-hero there. He was like dark and all fucked up and shit. And a hardcore ginger. Yeah, hard, the, the most, <laughs> the alpha ginger. 
Facts. And then we got to see the, the most gorgeous, illuminating blue penis that you'll ever see in cinema. <laughs> Thanks to Zack Snyder. Facts. I can't Facts. argue oh. with most of those comments. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so that, that glorious blue glowing penis. That's, that's actually, that wasn't bad. But I will say, but the problem with that, though, I do feel with the, with the movie was like he made them too comic booky. And they're not like that in the book. The whole book, the point of the book is kind of making it up. What's to be uh-huh, realistic? It's making kind of like almost fun at like the comic book genre and how ridiculous it was and, and just really going into that. And, and, and Snyder was Wait, like, so, whatever. So <laughs> I agree so with that. So that's ironic irony. That's crazy. Wait, so that's ironic irony. So it's like the comic was trying to be realistic, but then he made the comic book movie to cup. Oh, no, fuck. That's crazy. I'm not fucking that's <laughs> yeah, insane. Not. And just to, tie up, to tie up the discussion about comic books, which is how we got here, um, the Doomsday Clock is a really good book as well. I gotta get, I gotta get into that. It's like the, like Jeff Johns, who is, uh, you know, one of the best writers that I've ever read, like in comics. Um, he really meshes those two universes well. Like, I don't think, granted, like the Watchmen universe might suffer a little bit by being introduced into the DC universe, but he manages to control that and, and deliver like a really cool story. So I recommend that too. We'll definitely check out. So since... Yeah, I definitely recommend it. And actually we should then, maybe if not now, some other time we should talk about that. Because I don't think we've, we've talked, Rod, about like, what the implications of the book were and how was it like but it was a good book yeah i loved it the art was amazing too like who oh the man for which As one frank, wait for frank quietly no no not frank for doomsday no, clock like, it's gary frank gary, gary frank. frank yeah for doomsday clock sorry the covers for that shit was pretty sick i also gotta check if i got that shit on comics um yeah he did uh he did a batman year one with jeff johns as nice. well oh I'll check that out. I wanted to try and introduce one small weekly segment that we could just maybe do like a sign off on. It'll be um, anybody could bring up the topics, but it's essentially uh, who's more epic um, comparison where we compare heroes or villains that happen to be super similar for the first time. And we could talk about it for a few minutes and end that up. Who's more epic and why? Hawkeye or Green Arrow? Who wants up first? Good question. I, I think like, I'll take a stab. Who's more epic, Hawkeye or Green Arrow? I would have to say, because I don't, I haven't read, you know, I'm, I might not be the best judge because I haven't read really the Arrow books that much. All I know about Go Arrow is the Amel. version, <laughs> the version from Seaman Amel, which is basically Batman. Yeah. Like he's Batman in, in that. And comparing that Hawkeye with, compared with the one we got in the MCU, I would say Arrow is more badass. Why? And Hawkeye. What? Why? Mm, why? I would say, well, because I don't know, because he's like Batman, the one in the book in in, in in the in the in the Arrowverse. He's like he's like a Batman type character. No, like he's gone through all this crazy stuff and like lost family and like got epic training and came back and like avenging his city. And like Hawkeye in the movies, he's cool, he's great at all, but like what? So, all right, so he was a spy. All right, cool. So he like like uh, Black Widow is more badass than him, you know. And like, all right, he's cool. He's got really good with the arrows, and he's 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 good. But come on. I right, so you go a Mel Green Arrow. Yes. 
All right, what about you, Rod? Wait, is this it could is be any this, iteration, either or? Is this Renner Hawkeye? Is it versus? Like, are they fighting each other? No, no, it's just that. Who do you think is more epic overall? Like, as a character, Who's more epic. Yeah. All right, so before Endgame, I would have easily answered uh, Stefan Amell because you know Hawkeye, though he had cool appearances. He he was in uh, Thor, the first Thor, um, Age of Ultron, Avengers, all those movies. He didn't really get epic until the Ronin uh, storyline where his family vanishes and then he's just out there like killing Yakuza. Yeah, that, that shit was crazy. That was awesome. <laughs> that shit was blatant, hardcore <laughs> violence. Like, damn. And doesn't like Black Widow go and like save his soul? Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, he definitely, um, and, and the whole fight between him and Black Widow to sacrifice themselves for the stone. Yeah. So it's a tough argument, but you know, Stefan Amell, based off of his, I feel like work ethic and and his dedication, a universe was built, and they just had like a crisis on Infinite Earths uh, crossover that he became the spe- wait spoiler alert. Because <laughs> <laughs> mind you, I just started watching Flash Netflix, so spoiler alert in <laughs> five, four, three, two, one. All right, go ahead. The character evolves. I won't give away a spoiler because I hate spoilers. But the character evolves, and you know he had a, a great run. He had a great run, like nine seasons. Uh, I gotta give it to Stephen Amell, Arrow, narrowly though. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. And, and that's a good, that right. I, I agree. That's, that was a really good point about about Endgame. You're right. But the, my only, I think, just to make you feel more comfortable about your decision is like because you did just ask about who's more badass. Hawkeye or Arrow, right? Yeah. Was Endgame, was that really Hawkeye or was that Ronin, right? Right. So it's like, Ronin's badass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Hawkeye. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I guess we could even make the argument he stopped being Hawkeye after the snap and stayed as Ronin dressed as Hawkeye. You know, like, on some, like, his psyche was fractured, and I think, like, he's going forward, and he lost Black Widow on top of that. So Damn, his psyche, his psyche was fractured. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> So that had trauma. And I'm going to go Amel to make it unanimous off of one simple thing. Amel did American Ninja Warrior. Uh-huh. Just off of that. That's it. He's That's a it. Boss. So apparently, <laughs> Stephen Amel, Green Arrow is more epic than Jeremy Renner Hawkeye. And it's a fact in the universe because we agree to that and no one else's opinions matters. Okay, awesome. And if at any point this goes viral, we want to hear opinion from the fans <laughs> so yeah. send us an email or post in the comment section if that is available yeah it's well absolutely not one of those things is available yet but it will be so all that info we'll have within the first two to three episodes of the podcast and on that gentlemen we can wrap it up uh thanks for coming to the hobby shop everybody i'm chez all right peace everybody i'm miguel i'm rod deuces all right thanks everybody bye legion on zoom Starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Click subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review or comment or just troll us. We welcome it.